We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And shot clock at four. James Harden, excellent game last night. Excellent season this year for the 76ers. Final, uh, final year in his contract. So where will he be next year? And there, where there is smoke, there is fire, and the smoke continues to be out there. And this is according to Tim McMahon of ESPN. James Harden returning to Houston is a real possibility. Houston believes it is a legitimate possibility and that it's not coming out of thin air. James Harden still spends a lot of time in Houston, spends his summers in Houston, works out at the Rockets. I think that's his facility at the end of it there. It cuts off. Uh, still works out at the Rockets facility on a regular basis. It's a very real possibility. I'm not even. What do you mean he works out at the Rockets yeah, I'm facility? Sure, I'm not even sure how that's legal. Legal to do. <laughs> when does he work out at the yeah, Rockets facility? Well, they're having a tampering rules. Unless, they're, unless their facility is the LA Fitness <laughs> yeah, and he's exactly. able to get in. Uh, yeah, what the hell is that all about? Yeah, I can't have Kevin Durant can't go work out over in the damn uh, Sixers facility. No. At least I wouldn't think he could. No. I mean, it's one thing to use team doctors and things like that right. when you're when you're doing surgeries or whatever. Right. Really? Who knows in the NBA? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows in the NBA? But so how much like how much of this do you believe this information is being spread by their agents as a leverage play to try to get more years out of the Sixers or, or the Rockets, and how much you think this is real? I think, I think it's both, and I think it's real. Excuse me, because I think it's a real threat that if James Harden doesn't get the contract that he's looking for, that he's willing to go in and walk and go back to Houston. I, I think I think it is a real threat. I agree with you 100. percent Yeah, it, I, I mean it's real. So let's say that let's say the season ends great and they make it to the finals or whatever. There's a much better chance that James Harden's getting a bigger contract from the 76ers. If they lose in the second round again, right? I, I don't know if Daryl Morey's going to be coming with a four-year max deal for James right. Harden, and that's going to mean he's gone. Right. It's really in the 76ers. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's on them. I think they're dictating what happens. I agree. I agree. I mean, I, think, I don't think – unless you want to tell me he 
and Embiid is not getting along, and he just wants to – it's not what he thought it was going to be here, so he wants to get out of here. I'm not hearing – we're not hearing any of that. So – and you watch their, their body language out there on the court. Um, even yesterday, you saw, you saw Embiid give James Harden a big high five after he hit the three-pointer late. Like, I, their body language on the court seems to be that they get along and they enjoy playing with each other. They're winning right now. But with James Harden, you just never know. You just never know if he's just playing in the moment and he's okay for now or if he, if he sees this thing doesn't end the way we want it to end, will he be able – because this is what it really boils down to. Does he love playing in Philadelphia? Like, does he love playing in Philadelphia? Because here's the one thing James Harden could do, if it matters to him. He could finish his career competing to win the title in the Eastern Conference for a major organization along a superstar that keeps him relevant, playing late into the season, playing late into the year. He doesn't have to be the guy. He goes to Houston. He has to be the guy. Those are kids in Houston. He's so, not going for the winning. No, exactly. So, and, and the only thing that's missing from his resume is winning a championship. You know, what does he want his legacy to be known as? A hired gun? Somebody to put up meaningless stats? You know, you're going to look up and have all these total points and all these other records, and, and you're still not going to get the appreciation from basketball people that you probably deserve if you were a championship-caliber player. Like, and he has the ability to change all of that. Yeah, you're right. And it's a matter of whether or not it's important to him. No, I think the perception, and it'll probably some of it will be unfair, was that he was just a compiler and a great individual player, but ultimately yes. was never a champion. Yes. Which, which is true, but he's also been a, he's been a good player in this league for a long time. But it, it does, the winning does matter. All right, when, when you're trying to be measured against the other greats, that's what you get measured by. Like, that's what you get measured by. You could be Carmelo Anthony, great individual player. I think Carmelo's in the top ten all-time in scoring. Yeah, he was a – He scored points. He was a franchise player that didn't win anything. What's the high what's – the, what's the furthest – He made the he, conference finals one year in, in Denver, I believe. And not with the Knicks, no, not even the nah, – I don't know what they wind up doing with the Lakers. I don't know if he won a ring with them or not, but I know he wasn't important. Right. He wasn't important on those teams. He's not really viewed as a champion, but that's a guy who was an individual bucket getter, was a great individual player. He's going in the Hall of Fame, but he's not viewed like the other guys. He's not in the class. Like, to me, James Harden is better than Dwayne Wade. What does Dwayne Wade have? Chip. Three titles. Yep. <laughs> he got and three titles. played major roles yes. in those – one before Braun yes. and then, and then but, with Braun there. But as an individual talent – He's you not, can easily he's not make an argument that, that James Harden is a better individual talent than Dwayne Wade was. And then you can ask from a scorer standpoint, was, were the stats more important to James Harden than the winning? Right. Because Dwayne Wade, he—I mean—he put up his numbers. He sacrificed when Braun came. He sacrificed. He—he yeah. he, he had Shaq, but he was the driving force on that team. So, but Dwayne Wade was also the ultimate champion, team player. Yep. Like, like he—he he was able to do that. I'm just saying, if you just view. The individual player, you can easily make the case by stacking numbers that Harden was sure, a way he, better player, but but Dwayne Wade is viewed as a champion because he has three titles. Player, yes. yes. Yep. Like Dwayne Wade is considered the third best shooting guard ever. I mean, honestly, you you asked the question. And he wasn't better than Jerry West. No. <laughs> but Jerry West only won one title, I think. 
Jack has Jerry West ranked a high, higher uh, on his list, I think. Oh, the big the, one and eight in NBA Finals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's it. But that's it. Is. Wait, nobody said. But Jerry, hold on, Jack. He went up against the damn Celtics. He didn't lose to the Trailblazers. Yeah, Jerry had George Mikan. He didn't have George Mike. Did he? I don't know. I forget. No, no, no. But he went up against those Russell Celtics. He's not that well, Elgin Baylor. He didn't play with damn about, George Mike, and he did play with Elgin Baylor. Yeah, well, Bell, yeah. He's the, the, the original. Well, the, the hell with Jerry West. All right? There's eight but, teams in the league. But but I'll, I'll say one thing, one more thing, then we can we can get back to the phones. That if Harden, like you, like you would ask, does Harden want to be here? And I'll say no. Because if Harden wanted to be here, even if they didn't advance this year, the case can easily be made that he's not going to go to a, to another place that gives him a better, better chance, chance to, to win. Because you know what? If they didn't do it this year, they, he, you very easily can make the case. Daryl Morey's going to go back in. Oh, he's yeah. going to tweak some things. Yeah. Like, they will have more and opportunities to do it. And Beat is in the prime of his career right. right now. So why yeah. the hell would you want to leave here? Right. You have, you're in a major city. Your window is open to win this right now. they got to get it right. And Embiid's got to figure this out. But Harden's a big part of that, too. A yeah. huge part of that. Yeah. I don't I don't think he wants to be here. I think he'd rather go to Houston and be a legacy player down there and put up his 28 points and dribble the ball around right. and do whatever else. Do the Dame Lillard. Yeah. I don't think he wants Bradley to. Bradley Bill. Yeah. Yep. And, and yeah, and then he'll make the Hall of Fame and he'll score sure. all the points yeah. and he'll get the yeah. presents when he retires from all the cities <laughs> or at least from Houston. Nah, yeah, he's not getting no damn farewell. So he's like Paul Pierce. He ain't getting that Kobe love. He ain't getting a farewell tour. No, yeah, James Harden is not. Now, they may give him a farewell tour in every city and other spots. Delilah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, he can do a farewell tour that way. And they'll praise him. Well, they have steaks uh, there. That's no, a steakhouse. Good wings. Delicious lemon pepper wings. I heard the same thing. All right. Um, so he, as he changed his, his name here, I remember him as Jay in Balakinwood. But he's going by yeah, JT, JT and okay. Ballot Kimwood, who is Doc uh, Rivers' number one fan. What's up, JT? How are What's you? What's up, baby? I did change my name, JT. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like you it. think we didn't know? What's Come up, What's, up, I, what's, what's up? up, Mark? Hey, yeah. hey how y'all Now, how listen. Hey, I'm coming yes. for you a little bit, bro. All, all due respect. Respectfully. It's respect all good. Respectfully. Yes, sir. You compare Siani to Doc. Now, don't you think? Doc coming with a better resume to Siani where he could be a, a little teeny bit arrogant coming here. I mean, he is the only coach that I've ever known to be a treat to get traded. Yeah, I mean, listen, he, he, listen, he come here, he comes here as an NBA champion. Yes, yeah, so he comes here with a better yeah. resume than, than than Nick Sirianni. Yep, coach of the year. I mean, NBA player, Suns NBA player. I mean, you gotta see it from his standpoint. I mean, I get it. Philly's a hard town to coach you. You gonna get criticized. But the man do know about basketball. I mean, and I will give him some blame for the team, but to make it like it's 50% him, nah. There's no coach that's going to come here and fix the Sixers. There's no coach. Did you see how Embiid responded to Elijah criticism? Yep. Right. About, so, about the shooting the three-pointers. Mm-hmm. And I got a little bit inside, too, because a, a good buddy of mine works for Six. I ain't going to put him out there. Like, he's going through it with Harden a little bit now. Like, he's stopping Harden from – Hopping on private jets, going back to going here and doing like he he's been disciplinary with him, but you can't okay. do that. And, and my, you, you see what happened to Nick McMillan, right? You yeah. Can't do that with Trey Young. You, you see where he at now, right? Unemployed now. Yeah. So you know, the hands is tied. Like there's nobody. And, 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 you, and you see where Trey Young is right now? What what seat are the Hawks? You know what I mean? Like like, and I agree with you. Nate McMillan. It's not easy to coach these guys. No. I and and, and, and I, I tell you what. JT, I'll, I'll give Doc this. First of all, I think he's been a lot less combative this year uh, with the media 
and which is indirectly with the fans. He's been a lot less combative. And if you're telling me he's challenging these guys behind the scenes and you're hearing this type of stuff and the way he called out Embiid and Harden the other day for not practicing hard or making sure that their team was practicing hard coming off the All-Star break, I'm all for that. Doc got into the bad graces of everyone when he decided to fall on the sword for Ben Simmons. When he decided to die on that hill with Ben Simmons and tell us that we don't know what we're talking about and we need to cherish Ben Simmons Only and all that other stuff, that's where he got in the bad graces of everyone. That was his own doing for taking up for his player as opposed to challenging his player to get better like all we wanted him to do. That's all we wanted Ben Simmons to do. We had been here with Ben Simmons for a number Longer of years. Longer than Doc, yeah, Doc exactly. You, you think you're walking in and you're going to yeah. tell us how it is. No, we're actually going to tell you. We've seen this already, been. yes. Now it's up to you to change it. He went the other way. Yes. I know what Doc's strategy was. Put and your arm around him, him and it backfired. Yes. Put your arm around him. Say, Remember the first thing he said about Ben Simmons was, I don't care if he shoots, I don't mm-hmm. care if he scores. You all are worried about that, not me. Not me. Only in Philadelphia. Yeah. That's where you got the only foot. From the first time he spoke to the media, he picked a fight. Yeah. And, like, all right, you can you can support your player, and you can even come at the fans and the media a little bit, but, like, you also have to understand that, like, he had went backwards and we had seen it. So we don't want to hear, it's, this is you, this isn't Ben Simmons, this is you. Well, and, you threw, it, and you threw him under the bus the first chance you had. First chance yeah. you had. <laughs> and we called the whole damn yes, thing. You threw him under the bus Said, after that game. All right, Doc, you don't care if he, he's scoring now. You wait until the playoffs, you're yeah. going gonna to care. And yeah. you're right. Then he threw him right under yeah. the bus. So, listen, I'm happy if he's, if he's, if he's, if he's challenging these Me guys. Too. He's not allowing James Harden to fly on his own private jet. Like, it's good. That's what he should be doing. <laughs> yeah, good. He also picked on Paul Reed for no reason. <laughs> we, yeah, we know he doesn't like the Paul young players. He would be on the all-star team. <laughs> See, stuff like it, that. Come it on, is, we've been going, give me one, Doc. It's been like a year and a half since we had a good Doc moment. It's coming. The, the whole Paul Reed, the entire questioning was laugh-out-loud comedy. We played it, I forget, randomly. Maybe it was after. It was definitely after the season was over. But long after the season was over, that was Doc's entertaining up there. All right, back to the phones, Ike, with yes. one, one of my favorite callers in the history of WIP. Who you got? Eagle Shirley joins us. Eagle Shirley! Hey, family. How y'all doing down there? Check the peace. Hey, Pete. What's up, Shirley? What's up, Eagle Shirley? What's up, Ike? What's up, Mark? What's going oh, on? Oh, man, all is well. Listen, I normally go to the Sixers game. I wasn't able to make it out last night, but I, I recorded it. And I'm waiting to watch, uh, I'm gonna fast forward to the second half. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and fast forward through that first half. It's not, nothing <laughs> worth what worth watching in the first half. Yeah, I'm excited, and I would have been going to the game tomorrow, um, but I had already had me and my cousin be going to the Joe Cochran, um show out there in Jersey. Oh, um, have you seen Joe perform live before, Shirley? Yes, one time, um, and oh my, it was hilarious. But this time he's gonna be with the band, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward oh. to that. Yeah, need a little bit of laughter going on in my life. You know what I mean? Could use that. Day. Yeah, could use a laugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm excited about um, Joel, and I really want the Sixers to really focus in now because I'm listening to what everybody is calling up and saying and. We have we had Joel and B for a long time now, and so many different people and pieces have moved, came and went, coaches, and Joel and B is still here. 
after a while, you'll start to say for yourself, now, wait a minute, either they're going to start building where somebody want to stay or I'm going to be looking to leave. And I don't want him to get that feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't want him to get that feeling, but I, I want us to build bringing folks that want to stay, like with the Eagles. I'm still, I'm still not over the Super Bowl loss. You know why? Because why? you got the offensive co coordinator and the defensive coordinator. They done moved on and got a new job while we're yeah. still here suffering over that loss. So how can <laughs> I get over something where they didn't even come back to, to um, suffer with us? Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, like they should have been required to not take the jobs to live in misery like we are yes, right now. Yes, so we good point. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. You're funny. I'm just saying, you know, that's why, for me, why I really couldn't get – I'm not over it yet, but yeah. the Sixers are helping me out. The Phillies, right. you know, um, getting back in is, is going to help me out even more. So, and, you know, these other little things that's going on, like going to comedy shows and, you know, doing other, you know, things with your family and friends. But, you know, I'm still not over it all the way. However, I, I just need my Sixers. I need the organization to help them be out. Like, I, these people that's coming and not even staying for a year, I mean, staying for a year and, you know, thinking about moving on, that that's a hurt piece. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I need Harry Roseman to focus in on a defensive coordinator that ain't going to be looking for a head coaching job the following year. Yeah, it's tough, you know, because, Shirley, you want to you wanna get the best candidate that's out there. We actually talked about this yesterday, but if this becomes a stepping stone <laughs> for, yeah. for, for a guy comes in and it's like, wow, what a great job. Let's, get a, let's go get a head coach. Um, I'll tell you what, though, and, and appreciate the and call, Shirley. Um, Andy's kind of had to have to deal with that. He's had plenty of coaches that have left his staff. Yep, on the offensive side, yep. Yeah. But and then he's bumped uh, Nagy back up. He just officially got the job. Oh, yes. yeah, because he'd be left, yeah. I got one EB thing, man. You know, I love you, EB. But the suit didn't look like it fit correctly, man. Something was going on with the collar and the tie area. Yeah, it looked like it was too big, man. You're a coach, man. Looked like me in a suit. Yeah, it looked like it might have been the first time he put one on, man. <laughs> in a long time. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's gotta, what he's we gotta, wearing in the interviews. Yeah, we got to get that collar and thing. You got to get that straightened out, man. Is that part of the Andy Reid coaching trick? <laughs> yeah, or, or the uh, – because I couldn't imagine – Brad Childress was a great dresser or no, morning wag. No, no. Uh, yeah, I won't, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> classify them as great dressers, but but uh, no, I think they all. I think Frank Frankie V, Frank Francesca dressed Took all care of them. of all of them. Yeah, I believe so. I would I would probably agree I that that would be so. correct. Yeah, but they they aren't trying to look like Fletcher out there. You know what I mean with, no. with their suits? There, it's more or less not wearing a blouse. No, no, they just straight. Probably beige or blue or black. Well, not, not, not many black. Blue. They're not wearing leather suits like. No, no, no. It's all. It's all. <laughs> with some, you can wear with some loafers in a little tie. Here's here's what they can do because not everybody can do what you do, right? Like you bring it all together. You're stylish, but it never like it. It works for you for sure. Right. Not everybody has that kind has of. Has to fit. Yes. Not, yes. Right. Has like, to. No one's asking. The enemy to look like you in a suit. No, get, no, like, no. Get a, get but I, I, need, I need a suit that fits. Yeah, I, right. I just need my shirt, my my collar to be right. I need your collar to be right. That's all I kept looking at when he was interviewing yesterday, when he was speaking to the press. I'm like, man, what, like is, he, what is going on with the collar? He's got it off the rack. Yeah. Like, my goodness, like they stuffed him in the suit. <laughs> That's nice. That was my only thing. <laughs> like, here, put this suit on, man. Like, just, like it was a suit that was all in one. Like, they just... 
put him down, stuffed him down on <laughs> top of it. It was a onesie suit? Yeah, like a onesie suit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is his neck too? Is, does he have like a fat neck? I fat think that, maybe that's what it was. Because I saw Takeo spikes out at the Super Bowl one of the days, right. and he's got the biggest neck I've the ever biggest seen. Biggest neck ever, yeah. It's unbelievable. But he doesn't like Bianami doesn't have that type of muscular no. neck. No, he's short and right. thick. Yeah, that's, that's a cheeseburger neck. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. I think that's what it was. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> we've, he's we've, a good player, man. I, I mean, I, he's a good he, player, man. He Colorado mid. 90s late. Yeah, he was on that uh, the, the Cordell, uh, Cordell Stewart. Who was the other back? It was another running back there. Um, who was Rashad Salam? Uh, Michael Westbrook was the Michael wide Westbrook. receiver. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was a good. That was a good team. Wait, was Salam Colorado? Yeah. Who was? Who was? There was another similar running back at that time that didn't have success. It, it was in the Pac-10. I forget. Mm-hmm. Washington, maybe. Kajana Carter's year. Oh, why? Uh, Did he win the Heisman? Out of Washington? I'll have to Google it. Ooh. I'll have to Google it. Huskies? Uh, oh, might, Napoleon Kaufman? I might. I, no. That was early 90s, right? I, yeah, I think that was a little bit before. Kajana was 1994. That was oh, the yeah. 94 I played in college. Best, best college running back I've ever seen. Yeah? Yeah. So is it just that one injury that he had that just kind of took away the extra oomph? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. It was never the same after that. Man, he was good. That Penn State team was really good. Yep. All right. Uh, we're live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Any Chickies and Pete's. Go to chickiesandpeets.com to find a location nearest you. You're going to get the best experience when watching the games. Yeah, I played against Lawrence Phillips, Eddie George, Ty Wheatley. All right, so you so so Eddie George, who was a big, strong. Woo. What was what's Eddie George the strategy was a, with him? Eddie George was a linebacker playing running back. That's that's what he was. And he wanted contact. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, yeah. That's Eddie George run you over, man. Two thirty, six three, trucking. Two thirty, yeah. He, he wore the. Uh, that's back when they allowed you to wear the half shirts, so he had the six pack showing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like two ten. <laughs> like damn. And he's running. Yeah, right at man, you. boy, listen. Corey Stringer, Lando Pace, yeah, that Ohio State team. Ricky Dudley, man, Joey Galloway, Terry Glenn. Who was the QB? Bobby Hoyne. Bobby Hoyne. Bobby Hoyne. Yeah. Who, so who else? Did, who did they have? Because you would have you played them without Hoying one year. Yeah, my senior year. Your senior year. Yeah, Hoying it was, was, it was in like the Stanley league. Jackson. Okay, that's who they went and they won the. Uh, they beat uh, Jake Plummer in the Rose Bowl. They beat Arizona State in the Rose Bowl. That was a good Ohio State team, but they lost to Michigan. They couldn't. That's when John Cooper couldn't beat Michigan. Couldn't beat Michigan in the nineties. Yeah, they couldn't beat Michigan in the nineties. And then Michigan couldn't beat them. For right. Then the two thousands. But in those nineties, Ohio State had a lot of good teams. Man, they had David Boston. Yep. Remember him as a wide receiver? Oh, sure. Yeah. I remember him. Well, I remember him in Ohio State, but I remember when he became like the incredible Hulk at wide. Yeah, receiver. he was on steroids. Something. Something one right. He's like two sixty running a four one forty. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's back when they let me wear my neck roll. Are they? Do you not allowed to wear them anymore? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you put on a neck roll now, I'll be ready to throw you out the league. <laughs> the players will throw you out the league. These young guys will be like, "What the hell is that? Is that a neck roll?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The pads are huge. Right? Yeah, yeah. You like yeah, you go out there bully. with a neck roll now. Yeah, you get laughed off the field. <laughs> Uh, coming up, top five at five with Jack. We'll get to your phone calls, everybody. We appreciate you holding. But top five at five with Jack Fritz on a Friday. 
Friday. What does he have in store for us today? Can't wait. Your phone calls, big 5 o'clock hour coming up. Marks and Reese, 94 WIP. Hey, listen, BetMGM, king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 